Oh, jam! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Monday Night Magic. It has been... How many weeks did we not do Monday Night Magic? Like, four. Did we really miss four. four weeks? I think the last one we did was in early December. Oh, my God. There were like two or three weeks of no news. And then, yeah. Okay, yeah, the last episode went up on 12-17. So we missed, no, we've only missed three. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, so we did the 16th. We missed Christmas Eve Eve. We missed New Year's Eve Eve. And then we missed last week because I had a death in the family and was out of town and had to go. Uh, Wait. No, I didn't leave till Tuesday, but I was getting everything ready so I could leave. You had to get things together on Monday. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, sorry about the lack of Monday Night Magics, but for half of them, nothing was happening. And then for the other one, I was was unavailable. But I'm back now. I got back last night. And it was terrible. But that's okay. That's what happens when you have to go to the funeral, right? They're supposed to be terrible. Yeah. The funeral itself wasn't terrible. It was dealing with family that was terrible. (laughs) That is a side effect. (sighs) But anyway, I'm back now. We're going to do Monday Night Magic. It's the first Monday Night Magic of 2020. And it's, whoo, man, it's a doozy. Yeah. It is. So here, let me let me show you something here. Uh, <clears throat> Monday Night Magic number uh, six seventy seven was entitled "The Final Oko Ban of Twenty Nineteen." Well, I guess we know what the title of this episode is. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go team! I think it'll be the final Oko Ban of Twenty Twenty. Oh wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <clears throat> no, no, we're not that ambitious. But there's still like two formats left. We should probably figure out who we are. I'm Chewy. We- he is. I am. True. Uh, Noun and adjective. The Accurate. Mo- most of the time. Sometimes I'm crunchy. Not today. Uh, that's Squee right right there. It's true. And then way over there is Clues. Hey, hey. Clues is way over there in more ways than one. Totally. <laughs> what was that? St. Seigal subbed for the 10th month. Oh, you missed the hype train. Thank you very much. Happy Oko Free New Year. Uh, it's not Oko Free. <laughs> it's like, Oko... It's like Oko Light. It's Oko Light, yeah. Like L-I-T-E. It's Oko, but with less spyware. Free Oko for everyone. Nah. Let's see. So, right, we all here? Yeah, man. Everyone, yeah. let's see. We, we Let's say we missed Christmas, so have, Merry Christmas to both of you. Oh, Merry Christmas buddies. to you. And we missed uh, the worldwide celebration of Squee's birth. So happy, happy, true, you did. Happy birthday, Squee! Yeah, got older and everything. Wow! Right. So, so what are you? Figure out the opposite. I'll be in it. What are you? Twenty six now. Give or take a decade. <laughs> yeah. Includes your still 87? ancient. <laughs> that seems a little. Yeah, that's that's generous. Thank you. <laughs> And I'm, I'm 58. Sure just age in B-prills. <laughs> <coughs> uh, 
Well, you can't actually calculate Brian Prilliman's exact age. That's why you can't calculate Clues' age. It's one yeah. of those dependents that's unsolvable. Carbon dating does fair. have its uh, its limits. Anyway, that's another way to start off the new year, right? Make fun of Brian Prilliman right off the bat. Look, yeah, it gets it out of the way. It, it's only fair, or at least it starts it. Is is Judge Cast still a thing? Go listen to Judge Cast and make fun of Brian Prilliman. I believe it is still a thing, and yeah, I believe t- you tell them that you came there from Avant Card Show, and you can't wait for that episode to finish. <laughs> that, that makes him so unhappy. It's amazing. Uh, so, uh, it's it's New Year, so we're we're gonna make some changes here on Monday Night Magic. Wait, Bye. Huh? Ah, there we go. That's and the end of the show. This this is now this is now a, a well this is IBC, so it's root beer. This is now a root beer show. Oh, okay. Oh my god, I love IBC. Right. Bands. Bam, here we go. Today, timely news. Uh, The new Band and Restricted announcement was um, announced. Yeah. I guess. And it's all modern all the time. Modern has three new bands. One of which should surprise no one. Oko, Thief of Crowns, is banned in modern. Oh, this just handed to me. Uh, Oko is a problem in nearly every format. Pretty much. Uh, One of the bands is only moderately surprising to people that weren't paying attention. Like Clues. Wait, were you paying attention? I was, no, no, not even. This one caught me completely... Off guard. Yeah, Mox Opal is banned, and then one I, that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I I had no idea that Mox Opal was so much of a problem in modern, mostly because I don't actually play modern. And then uh, one of these two yahoos, I think it was Chewy, is like, uh, yeah, Urza, and I went, oh, oh yeah, yeah, makes sense. The third band that blindsided me, Mycosynth Lattice. What what? Ha. <laughs> but. I remember Micahson's Lattice because I had to figure out um, the combo and why it was in a deck live on an episode once. And it took me way longer than I'm proud of. (laughs) So, let's get to it. Um, Yeah, blue-green decks using Urza are absolutely crushing the metagame. Absolutely, absolutely crushing it. I kind of appreciate the fact that Urza gets to stomp all over, you know, magic. He's been due. <laughs> like, all those years where he didn't really have a card and we're not counting, like, you know, Blind Dude as his card. He shows up and he's like, you know what? Yeah, I got a hot tub. It's over. Just, like, take care of that. So, pretty much. That's nice. Yeah, ever since Urza was printed, he has been... uh a significant chunk of the modern meta. Yeah. And it says that Urza decks have the most 5-0 trophies in Magic Online League play and a non-mirror match win percentage of more than 55%. And they have a winning matchup against nine of the other ten most popular competitive decks. Which means that the metagame could not fix it. No. So, yeah... Uh, Oko and Mox Opal have been booted. 
So Oko is the most played card in competitive modern with an inclusion rate approaching 40%. What the hell? That's a big number for a gold card. <laughs> Usually when you see a 40%, you're like, oh, it's a dual land. <laughs> nope. That makes blue and whatever else is meta. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. Oko like is... like busted. Oko is actually, like in other formats, is just oppressing the metagame. I appreciate the fact that the card came out, and before the next set came out, it's managed to be banned in so many formats. Like, it's banned in Standard, it's banned in Pioneer, it's banned in Modern. Is it banned in Limited yet? Can they do that? Um, <laughs> considering they'll still be using the packs? No. Oh, that's too bad. But it is banned, and um, let's go with Innistrad Block Constructed. Uh, yeah. Can't play it there. Totally can't. Can't do it. It'd be busted. So, let's see. What else? That explains Oko. Oko is always a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, but... For the Urza deck specifically, uh, they said that removing Oko alone would still leave the Urza decks in a dominant position. So, they looked hard at their data and decided that Mox Opal was a problem. Now, Mox Opal has pretty much been a problem for a while. Yeah. Not not like a major problem, but... <clears throat> do, you, uh, do you know how to tell if a card's likely to be a problem? If it has Mox in the name? There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. Somebody had to say it. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see here. It's historically been a part of decks that approach problematic impact on the metagame, or did indeed necessitate other bans. In other words, all of a bunch of the decks that are cards that have been problems, Mox Opal was right there with him. So if you're if if you're a person who has lots of uh, associates, and all of those associates, or a bunch of those associates, are I don't know convicted of crimes. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe you're a problem too. Huh. But enough about politics. Let's talk about magic. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's the, what does it say here? It's the strongest enabler in the recent Urza Artifact X. It's been concerning in the past and <laughs> is likely to cause balance issues in the future. So, yeah, let's get rid of Mox Opal. Yeah. In general, if you can weaken a bunch of strong decks without killing them, that's the path they want to take. And Mox Opal makes good decks better. So It's true. Yeah. So, that's its slogan. Then we have Mikazin's Lattice. Now, the problem with this is Karn, the great creator, who has the uh, static ability, activated abilities of artifacts your opponent's control can't be activated. And then Mikasin's Lattice, which turns everything into artifacts. Yeah. Do you see how that would be a problem? It doesn't take long to get to the punchline on that one. Yeah. Like, your your lands suddenly cease to function. Everything that has any sort of ability doesn't anymore. So, yeah. 
And because it's so easy, like decks that are already running Karn, just drop in a Mycosynth Lattice. It's hard to say. A Mycosynth Lattice. Yeah. And like it says here that uh, Eldrazi and other Tron decks can completely lock the opponent out from casting further spells. While decks featuring this combination often win in other ways, the deck building cost to include this interaction is low, causing it to show up more often than is fun in competitive play. And so the least interesting of the two is out, and that's the Lattice. Because yep. Karn is neat. It's true. Microsoft Lattice has never been used for anything sane. That's a thing that Mike <laughs> puts in his deck, just in case. It's not really a thing that, you know, you casually mess around with, unless you're going 100% casual. But in this combination, it's busted, so... Yeah. Let's look so, at him. It's Karn. It'll be a... Uh, it says a small but meaningful balance change to Eldrazi and other Tron decks. Which makes sense. And now we have Pioneer. Now you'll notice we haven't mentioned Pioneer bands, even though it's Monday. And that's because I, I don't think they're doing that anymore. Yeah, they're not. So Pioneer is, has been going along fine. The metagame has apparently been evolving in a way that they like. So yeah. they're not going to be doing weekly Monday Pioneer bands anymore. And they haven't actually... We, we didn't miss any, right? I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, like also in general, remember that like they're not announcing band schedules anymore. So when they see a problem, they'll just deal with it at the time. True. It'll be on a Monday when it happens, but you won't know which. Yeah, that was an announcement from uh, the end of last year that they're not going to announce dates for band restricted updates anymore. Uh, and Pioneer are—they're not doing any more special Pioneer uh, band list updates. They're just going to slot into normal updates so yeah admittedly as kind of noted at the bottom of this too they've got the like pioneers a format now wait where what oh just noting that like pioneers like a tournament format now yeah they're going to be more cautious with that yeah they said uh you can expect an update cadence closer to every six weeks or whenever bnr changes for other formats are needed so again it's going to be roughly the same time period as before, but just without any sort of scheduled dates. Yeah. Now, they have pointed out Heliod, Suncrowned, and Walking Ballista. Let's go find Heliod real quick. Whoop. Just because we haven't talked about it on this show. Where is he? Heliod, Suncrowned? Says, whenever you get... He's the new uh, Heliod god from... Uh, Theros Beyond Death says, whenever you gain life, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature or enchantment you control. And also for one and a white, another target creature gains lifelink until end of turn. Which means if you give your walking ballista lifelink, you now have an infinite machine gun of damage. Yeah. Forever and ever, amen. And life gain, comically enough. Yeah. Not that it matters, but... And that's a two-card instant win combo that is doable on turn three or four? Something like that with some shenanigans? It, that, it's that's very like, attainable. That's like best case in earliest yeah. is turn 
I can't remember if it was three or four, but it's totally easy to do by turn five. Yeah, it's a very attainable combo using cards that are already good. Yeah, so that's that's a problem, or at least people are saying it is. So uh, they're saying they're aware of the community buzz. In keeping with our philosophy of letting the Pioneer metagame prove itself through play results, our plan is to not take any preemptive action against this combination. If after the Pioneer Players Tour and GP tournaments, the results of league and tournament play bear out that this combination is a long-term threat to the health of the format, we'll consider changes at that time. Are they really going to wait till after the Players Tour for that? Uh, probably, yeah. Ooh. Well, hopefully that won't be a problem, because otherwise... Because remember, Players Tour is the new term for the, you know, the other thing. Yeah. Mythic Championship, and then <laughs> before that it was a Pro Tour, so now it's Players Tour. <laughs> Look, dude, it's it's been a minute. Shut up. No, 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 it's fine. It's I, I feel the same way about the name changes. It just... It... Go on. And, and of course, it wouldn't be a stream without Twitch chat arguing with me. It is turn four with shenanigans. Which I said. <laughs> Pay attention. It's a sufficiently early and reliable turn that it's a problem. So we'll see if it's a big enough problem. Yeah. Or but hopefully, it <laughs> hopefully it's not a big enough problem or we'll have yet another uh, PT where... It sucks and is horrible. So hopefully it's not a problem. Take so, that, players. Yeah, players. So that's that's the BNR update that happened today. Good stuff. And it goes into effect, uh, well, tomorrow. So if you're not watching this live, it went into effect already. Yeah. Good stuff. I don't know if you heard that. That was my elbow. I did. That did not sound good. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Hey, look, there was an update bulletin. For and this reason. one actually has things that matter, weirdly enough. What? I know, right? Uh, so, uh, I, I swear, I love, uh, our new rule, or our new, he's not even new. I love our rules manager, but sometimes I wish he would just write this crap in plain English. That doesn't sound like a rules manager. Uh, so, uh, let's... Okay, so gold is now uh, a subtype of... Uh, well, it's an official subtype. Yay. Good job, gold. You got there. Oh, okay. All right, now I understand. Yeah. So there's a yeah. new rule in the comp rules that changes that. Uh, let's see here. Most of this doesn't matter. Changelings get more types. Changelings, yeah, changelings get what? Demigod and tentacle? Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird thing to add, but here we are. It looks like most of the comp rules only sort of matter. Uh... Games with shared team turns, uh, now multiple players share the upkeep. So, it says before, something that said, at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, in a two-headed giant game, it would trigger twice. Which yeah. is 
silly, so they don't do that anymore. All right, but the comp rules weren't the the fun part. Uh, we've got uh, oracle changes. So yeah, guild, which was one of the first. It might have been the first place to get a gold token. I can't remember. It was in the first set to do them. Now it just says exile target creature, create a gold token, as opposed to. All the rigmarole of create a colorless artifact token named gold. It has. It just says create a gold token. It's like created cheap token. There you go. Nice and simple. Gold and cheap. And then we've got Venerian gold. I don't even know this card. (laughs) I I forgot this was a thing ever. Okay, so the new text says. Oh, God. Okay, it doesn't matter. You know what? No, no one plays that. Does not card. matter. All right, city in a Go bottle. Go to the show notes if you really care. I promise it doesn't matter. City in a bottle has changed. And no one cares. Okay, city in a bottle is different too. Ah, <laughs> yes, we have nobles. That's fun. Let's see here. Crovax. Crovax finally got his nobility back. All three of them. Yeah, Crovax. Ascendant Evancar is a vampire noble. Crovax the Cursed is a vampire noble. And Crovax Ascendant Hero is a human noble. And then the Earl of Squirrel in. in. in the Un whichever set is a Squirrel Noble advisor now because he's an Earl. Yeah. Yep. Unstable. Okay, thank you. Good old Krovax. Let's see here. A couple more. Lady Calaria from Legends is now an elf archer instead of a human archer. Which, looking at the art... Duh. (laughs) Why why was she ever a human archer? What? Because she was summoned legend. And then I think when they did their blanket, give everything an actual type. I think she just fell into human by mistake and was overlooked. Huh. Because a lot of legends became human when they were just doing a find and replace. True. And then Ridgescale Tusker is now a pangolin beast because look at the art. It's a pangolin. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And pangolins are some of the most adorable creatures ever. This one, not so much, but just, you know, IRL. It's, you know, also a beast. Yeah. It takes away from it. That's like your third level Pokemon evolution. No matter how cute it was, you made it worse. Oh, Teferi's Protection has non-functional changes, so that's it. Okay, there we go. We got gold, uh, we got a few changes, we got nobles, and we got pangolin. Baller status. Yeah. Okay, so that was fun, for a certain value of fun. Pangolin. Pangolin. All right, now we get to talk about, uh, Watsy. Okay, so, 2020... Is we're we're at the this point we were only nine days in to the year 2020, and it turns out that Watsy's uh, OP division or Magic Esports or whatever the name of it's called did not have vision to match the year, and they made a big announcement, and that big announcement pissed off everybody. So on the tenth day of 2020. 
They walked it all back. Watsy gave to me. <laughs> they were like, no, just kidding. So what, what they said was, This year, our team promised you stability, and we didn't deliver on that with yesterday's announcement. We're reverting that announcement. Grand Prix will not contribute to rivals slash MPL qualification for the 2020 partial season. Which was essentially the big thing, is that uh, your GP finishes could count towards your qualification, but only... It was really dumb. There was something about you had to email if you didn't want it to count no matter what. You had to email Watsy. Before the start of round one? Before the start of round one. Yeah. Yeah. What? That's dumb. Instead of doing something like just taking like the top two or whatever finishes, you had to like verbally... No, I don't want this one to count. What? 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 You have to send a pigeon. So let's let's keep reading. Our goal was to address the feedback from players that they wanted more opportunities for their results in tabletop, including Grand Prix performance, to matter. We recognize that having player points awarded at Grand Prix, excuse me, uh, player points awarded at Grand Prix count toward rivals slash MPL qualification causes other issues, most notably regional disparity of opportunity. That's huge. Because people in North America have a billion options for yeah. going to these to get some of their qualification points up. And someone in like the APAC region doesn't have as many things like that. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, additionally, the timing of our announcement did not allow players to make informed decisions. We commit to having a dialogue with you over the next few months to address this issue for the full 2020-21 season. Now remember, we're in this weird, like, partial thing right now. Because they wanted to shift when it starts. So instead, so we're, we have a shortened, <clears throat> they're calling it the partial season now it's yeah. it's really weird um but yeah here is the the thing now this is what i just read to you from their twit that their twits from the twitter account and then everything i love that all of this has just been crossed out just yeah. no even the 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 chart just no it's all crossed out strike through strike through strike through yeah, if a play here's the funny one. If a player competing in a Grand Prix event would like any player points earned to be exempted and to not be used for calculating season ranking, they must notify us prior to the beginning of round one of constructed format Grand Prix or prior to the beginning of deck construction for limited format Grand Prix via email. This will permit that player to earn player points from a future Grand Prix event within the same players tour series cycle instead. No. Why? I seriously no. don't understand why not just take the top two. Mr. Logic not here. I, obviously. No. no, that's awful. And now it's gone. And now it's gone, so it didn't matter, because I, I don't know why the people at Watsy possibly thought that was a good idea. I greatly get the impression that rather than planning things out, they throw things out and see what makes people angry and then react. 
You know, ordinarily, and I would say, like, that's silly. They wouldn't do that. But I they feel do this extra cynical, so but it's often. such a pattern now. Yeah. Like, it's just such a pattern. And it's been a pattern for the last year. And I've been giving them the benefit of the doubt on a lot of things. But now it's like... The person who says something, and then when everyone stares at them, they're like, just kidding. And it's like... You thought that was a good idea, and you won't even stand by and defend it. And, like, it's good to change when things are bad. That's a good trait. Yeah. I prefer that to not changing. But I'd really like you to think ahead a little bit. I don't know if they've just got some skill drain or if they're just on impossible schedules. But whatever the circumstances, this is what we see. And it's bad. And it's bad. But oh well. They walked it back. And they're going to come up with something better, theoretically, for the full season you know by the end of the year i hope mark rosewater can do the moonwalk it just seems like it would benefit him so much at his career (laughs) just walk out confidently make an announcement look around the room and just moonwalk back while making rewind noises and then walk out and say the opposite except mark rosewater has nothing to do with this yeah i know i'm just like he's a face oh okay like, I, I'm not blaming him for any of it. I'm just saying, like, when making any public statement, no matter what. And the also, mental image of Yeah, Mark it's Rosewater the mental image of Mark Rosewater doing that. Absolutely inspired. I guess so, as, I, I like, mean, the lead designer, they could get him to <laughs> announce uh, uh, bands and then... I also feel like he is one of the few direct communication channels for everything going on. So he kind of gets some of this, even if it's not his fault. <laughs> like, yeah. you're a face... They did not create another face to serve this purpose, so here you go. To put a positive spin on things, they listened to community feedback. Yeah. It's true. To put a negative spin on things, they had to listen to community feedback again. <laughs> so it's kind of a good news, bad news sort of thing. So let's dive and... into some more good news. Great. Now this is from the end of last year, and actually this was before we... Uh, stopped recording, but we missed this. Uh, Dreamhack uh-huh. is a thing. Now, for those of you that just do magic and don't pay attention to other esports, Dreamhack is a big like esports tournament thing. Oh, I thought that's what Inception was. Okay, never mind. Go on. No, no, no. That's Dreamhacking. This is got it. Got Dreamhack, it. the the proper noun. Hacking too much dreams. Got it. Yeah. And DreamHack is getting in on the Magic Arena thing. They're going to have four uh, arena tournaments in 2020. So it'll be DreamHack Anaheim, Dallas, Atlanta, and I cannot pronounce that at all. I don't even know where that is. Winter? Where? Where is that? Search Google for this place. Oh, it's in Sweden. How do you say that? Help me, Wikipedia. Ah, here we go. Play. Play. Yun Shopping. Ah, Yun Shopping. Okay. Neat. So let's do this again. Anaheim, Dallas, Atlanta, and Yun Shopping, which is in Sweden, will each feature an arena tournament. Yay, let's see. So that's February for... Anaheim, Dallas is May, Atlanta is November, 
and DreamHack Winter, because apparently no one can see you on your shopping, is in late November. Okay. Which it turned out that they had to call it that so that they could actually name the web page without it corrupting. <laughs> Uh, each tournament will be open to ticket holders for their respective events and will utilize a Swiss format. Okay. Naturally. Each tournament will be streamed as... Con- <laughs> no, that's, I'm glad you that's, went there. That's Thank Swedish. You. Though, yeah. See, that's different. Uh, each tournament will be streamed as contestants battle it out for a cut of the $100,000 prize pool at each event. So... There you go. Neat. Watsy's partnering with uh, DreamHack, which will definitely bring in new people because DreamHack is is a big thing. From the, the e-sports a slow world. transition into full on esports, uh, pretty much, yeah. Like DreamHack has been host to lots of different things that I've paid attention to over the years, including uh, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, and I think there was some Overwatch at some DreamHacks at some point. But I might be. be making that up. I can't remember now. Yay, DreamHack. Okay. Oh, why? So then, uh, yeah, Theros Beyond Death, the full card set is is out. Look at all those cards. Look, what, hang on, let's scroll. Look at this. Wow, did you read them all? Wow. Whoop. Oh, wait, we have another, we have another Lotus. Let's hope that doesn't cause problems. Yeah, it'll probably be fine. And then we have uh, we have this card, which I think was one we were going to talk about, but then we didn't do the show. Oh, but now we're here, so I want to I want to talk about it for a second. Hactos the Unscarred. Ah, yeah, I was going to say which card are you showing? But thank you. You are what the one I told you about before the show. Yes, I know, but I can't see your screen. I can see my screen. So Hactos the Unscarred for red, red, white, white is a 6-1 legendary human warrior that attacks each combat if able. But this this is where it gets weird. As Hactos enters the battlefield, choose 2, 3, or 4 at random. Okay. Hactos has protection from each converted mana cost other than the chosen number. Now, not just other than two, three, or four. Yeah. Like this includes one, five, six, etc. Yeah, zero, yeah. a million, all of that. E. I have. Don't I think I, there are any with an E I converted? I think they cost. clarified this, as I recall. But something with no mana cost, he doesn't have protection from. Ah. I think. Somebody in the chat backed me up. I seem to remember there was a thread about this on, let's say, Twitter immediately after. I mean, if something doesn't have a mana cost, then yeah, it wouldn't apply. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how that works. So this card is interesting. Yeah, let's go with interesting. Let's, let's start with the, 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 the charitable. And also, something it's... with no mana cost doesn't matter because no mana cost is not two, three, or four. So... It'll literally never be affected by. Well, it says each converted mana cost, not each each effect. What? 
Sorry, I was just reading what, what, what Stark just wrote. Oh, what did Stark say? If uh, someone Stark targets said, your Hactos uh, with a spell with no CMC, just kindly ask them not to do that because it's confusing. There you go. Gentleman's magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. We were we were talking about this card uh, specifically. So um, there's some things I like about this card. Okay, it's a Boros card. Big fan. Uh, it's a it's a Boros card that's a six one. Really encourages you to attack. But okay, it it attacks each combat if able. Okay, all right. I get it. You really want him to attack. I like it. Very aggressive. Very Boros. I can live with it. I want to be clear. I like this card a lot. Okay. I'm not down on this card, but I have reservations. Reservation number one starts with as Hactos enters the battlefield, choose two, three or four at random. Okay. I worry that players aren't really going to understand that they should use. (sighs) Hmm. I'm trying not to say things mean about players, okay? Uh, Look, we don't mean you spent a long time as a judge. Just so pick a number. Your slant between players, or your yeah. your slant uh, opinion about players, is drastically lower than anyone yeah. who has not been a judge. Yeah, we we don't mean <laughs> just just pick a number. We don't mean like okay, uh, pick a number between two and four. No, 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 no. You, you actually have to use some sort of a random method to determine that, like rolling a D3, which is just a D6 divided by two. But that's fine. Just do it. But it's there's three. There's three. So we can't flip a coin. We can't do odds or evens. We've got to do. We've got to do something else. So, yeah, D6 divided by two is probably probably the best way to go. So that's first point of confusion. OK, uh, next point of confusion is something that didn't really it didn't really bug me too much until Chewie brought it up and reminded me that, yeah, I am kind of bothered by this. We now have a thing that has a choice that was made that is invisible, right? So we've got to remember what, uh, what the choice was. Now we can probably go ahead and, you know, write it on a scrap of paper, which we'll then leave on our damn table or, or if I'm being charitable, put inside of our table tent, I want you to understand the Herculean effort it took for me to not swear just now. Okay. So we've written it down on a tiny scrap of paper and we're just going to leave it, but it's there as long as it doesn't blow away and we don't lose it. Everything is fine, but we, we do need to remember it because otherwise uh, your opponent who is totally, uh, you know, angle shooting is you're going to ask, Hey, what's that? What's the value on your hack dose? And you're going to go, I don't know. You remember? Yeah, so I don't... And yes, thank you, Stark. I did that on purpose. Then we come to the actual, you know, important bit. Hactos has protection from uh, each converted mana cost other than the chosen number. And again, to be charitable, most players don't really understand how protection works. At all, anyway. And now we're going to care about CMCs, but not... It's not that he has protection from this CMC. It's the subset of all CMCs except this one. And it feels like there's just a lot of... There's a lot going on on this card. 
I think there are going to be a lot of there are going to be a lot of judge calls on this card. First of all, and that's fine. We can have complex cards from time to time, but there is also going to be a lot of disappointed parties on this card with those judge calls. Like my birthday party. Yes, with less, even less cake. Damn. Yeah, yeah. You can tell that they're focusing some of this more on digital where it's just remembered like arena yeah, will just digital, remember you don't have to worry about the scenario where last game you're allowed to equip him with your two mana thing and this time you can't yeah also uh stark you you've said uh you, you just have to read the card and remember it uh, okay yeah but players don't read cards it also isn't going to tell people what protection or, means on the card or remember things uh However, now that's that's some of my initial negative stuff. But overall, I love this card. What I love most about this card is, oh my god, it is so on point, flavorfully. I'm willing to give it a pass on all of that complexity. To be honest, just yeah. all of it, fine. I'll take it. That is totally okay because this card is just too cool for school. So, Hactos. Yeah, it's uh, it's Achilles. In case you missed that. Yeah, pretty great. And apparently, was it Hectos that they said was in the original Theros file and didn't make the cut? I believe yes, they yeah. did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They'd made some um, like Greek heroes that just didn't fit in when they made all the other cuts because of all the other stuff going on in it. And like obviously you need to have legendary creatures to stand in for Greek heroes. So they fit some of those in here. But that one was specifically made originally back then. So... Neat. Yeah. The only part of this that I don't... I don't mind protection and whatnot. Uh, the only part that I don't like is that it doesn't... There's no way to keep track of it other than, like, a little scrap of paper or something on the physical card. That's my only, like, small complaint with the card. But mm-hmm. they've been doing that a lot lately because you can do that on Arena, and it's fine. And that's where they want to put stuff. So, hmm. yeah, I would recommend if you're playing paper and you're going to be running Hactos in your deck, you just pre-make a two, a three, and a four as like you know pieces of paper or something, and just set them next to it so it's abundantly clear that this is not a token or anything. Find a way to do that. I believe in you. I remember back when people made little pants tokens so that they could equip people. Whatever, do what you got to do. But come up with a consistent way that you can represent what's going on with this card when you're playing. Yeah. All right. Oh, that was me hitting my elbow because I'm an idiot. You okay there? Yeah, I'm just dumb. Um, you said it. I did. So is that is that enough of that? That's enough of that, right? Yeah. Go listen to the mandible for all the other cards. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to be doing next week, is talking about a bunch of stuff that we didn't last week, because I was out of town. Yeah. Okay, so also, because all of the uh, cards are out, all of these, the story on the cards uh, are up, I assume. Good lord, there's a bunch of these. Oh my god. It's going to take me a hot minute to read through all of these. Do what? This is what you get when you don't have a book. Like, this is the story. All of it's right here. Oh. There's no more. But this is what I get when I don't have Wi-Fi and I only have a gig of data. I haven't seen, like, 
a bunch of this. So I think I think Escape Velocity or maybe Glimpse of Freedom somewhere right in here was the last one of these that I saw. So yeah, yeah gotta go. Oh my god, it's still going. Still going. Still there we go. Whew. Pretty long. All right, I'll have to read that later. Now, do you remember last week we talked about, uh, or not last week? That might not even have. Was that us? Did we talk about uh, Magic Legends? Mm. Yes, because it was in the show notes. It was. It was announced that the beta will be starting soon. Yeah. But we had seen literally nothing but a cute little game, a non-gameplay trailer. Yeah. Well, now, thanks to Game Informer, who has apparently exclusive coverage. Oh, well, it's Magic Legends exclusive coverage. Hey, uh, we can totally see what this is. And let's just pull up the gameplay trailer real quick. It is... Oh, be quiet. Look, it's Magic Diablo. What? Huh. Uh, yeah. Now, this is all still early alpha, but looks pretty good. Apparently, there's a Mind Mage and a Geomancer that are things right now. Yeah. yeah so, I just mute that entirely. I mean, I think Magic lends well to a Diablo-style game. Yeah. Except it's an MMO... That that's less exciting for me. But. Which is Diablo? Is Diablo technically an MMO? I don't actually know. Technically, I mean it's. I never actually played Diablo online. I played it on console, like some kind of pleb. But what I had fun. Impacts. This is an action RPG. Yeah. But, like, if the question is, is it massive multiplayer and online, I mean, it's obviously multiplayer and online, but... Yeah. The massive will be up to be seen. Yeah, it's, it's the massive bit that confuses me with, with this and Diablo, but um, Game Informer has all the exclusive coverage. Uh, there's, uh, first we got the gameplay trailer, there's uh, some gameplay impressions on a podcast... And then they have more in-depth looks at the Mind Mage and the Geomancer. and uh, Which I haven't watched yet because we, I haven't watched them yet. Because I, I just got back into town last night and I got stuff to do. Shut up. So, yeah. Yeah. But there's going to be more. And frankly, I'm really hyped. This looks cool. Ah, the CMC of an object with no converted mana, with no mana cost is zero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I just wanted to go and look it up. I appreciate that. Just to be sure. Because I was, I was pretty sure that was right, but then I wasn't Yeah, I was too, sure. but I haven't thought about it in a while, and yeah, it, it's true. Yeah. My brain got caught on that weird space of like, I know it's zero on the stack, but sometimes it doesn't carry over due to how X works. And then I'm just <laughs> like, I don't know, man. In the hypothetical world where something can't have a cost, then it doesn't have protection from it, but I don't know if we live in that one. And we don't. So there you go. Protection from everything but that number. Have fun. Attack, attack, attack. But anyway, yeah. So, back to Magic Legends. It looks like 
from the limited bit that I've actually seen, it looks like... Uh, let's just pull up that gameplay trailer again. Why not? I'll have that playing in the background here while I... While we discuss. Mute. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen the gameplay trailer. It, it looks like... You're gonna create a character based on a class, I think. Seems reasonable. But like I said, the, the two that they talk about on here are the Geomancer and the Mind Mage. And those are the only two in this gameplay trailer. So I'm guessing they're the only two that are currently in some sort of alpha footage. Yeah. Or alpha and state. To be clear, they, they are not Nahiri and Jace. They are the Geomancer and... The, the Mind uh, Mage. The Mind yeah. Mage. Yeah. yeah. Which they might end up being that way, but with this being uh, touted as an MMO, I don't think that's the case. So I think you're just creating a character, and yeah. I assume I, I that there will we're... be, much like in Diablo-style games, there will be a uh, like a class and then specializations you can do in each one. At least that's my assumption. Otherwise, why bother? I so think you know, it would be neat if they had like five base things based on the colors. And then you got to sort of explore your chunk of the pie through the progression. And that's, like, just from this, you can tell the Geomancer's the red one and the Mind Mage is the blue one. Hopefully you can go in. And and it might tell you that in these uh, other two sections here. And so your your Mind Mage doesn't have to be a jerk who's bad at his job. Dude, he's still blue. But he probably will be because he's blue. It says the here, Magic is... Legends Mind Mage is a ranged class loadout that specializes in crowd control and also sports an incredible escape ability that lets him drop a doppelganger and take to the shadows while foes go after the copy. That, that sounds pretty jace. Yeah, it kind of does. Now, okay. the fun thing is, we could say that it's Jace and Jace wouldn't know. His memory's terrible. Lord. So now what does this say about the Geomancer, then? It it says... Face-melting attacks. Blah, 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 blah. This particular build includes a spell that creates a whirling vortex of fire, perfect for drawing enemies close together for a devastating follow-up. Okay. So they've really (laughs) just got one build of each, it looks like, to highlight. Yeah. Which, for a game in early alpha, makes perfect sense. So there you go. If you're at all interested in this, uh, there's a link in the show notes. As always, it is... Actually, it's GameInformer.com slash Magic Legends. There you go. That's where they're putting all of their Magic Legends coverage. Could could I ask a, a semi-related question? Sure. What distinguishes a game being an alpha versus a beta? Uh, alpha is mostly we're still working on this heavily and no one else is playing it. <laughs> okay. And when does, when does a game go from being beta to being unlimited? I hate uh, when they okay. swap the borders. That was, ah, was, when was the, that, yeah. When they that, the, swap the cut of the corners. Yeah. Tell me, was that too, too far to go for that joke? That was a bit. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know it was a little bit of a hike, but I feel like it was worth it. Lord. Someone somewhere got a chuckle out of that. Might have been. I mean, might have just been. I was giggling. Excellent. All right. Let's go to other digital magic games. 
Uh, Magic Arena has a state of the game that came out a few days ago. Uh, of course, Theros Beyond Death is coming up soon. Checks out. Which, uh, oh, on January 16th, which is also when Arena will hit the Epic Games Store. So, there you go. This week. That will get, yeah, the 16th. That will get more people almost certainly playing it, so that's cool. Uh, They're now first tags when you open a new card in a booster. And a new tag. So here, here's the first tag. So when you open the card, if it's the first one you have, it'll have a little first all bright and shiny on it. And then in your collection, anything that's new will have a little new that's all bright and shiny on it. Yeah. You know, like a real card game collection. About time they added that in. So that's cool. Uh, there are new sorting options in the deck builder. Whatever. Cool. Let's see here. Can I sort by artist? I hope so, but probably not. Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Historic, whatever. If you want to know that, you can find out. Uh, let's see. Brawl-a-Days was the thing they ran as an experiment. It says over half the players who regularly play Brawl engaged with the event, which is a strong success. So they're going to bring it back for January. So this Monday's event will run... From the launch of the January update until the February update, which is currently planned for February 14th, it'll be available for 10,000 gold, and you get Talaran Sky Summoner as the reward for the first win. But, now, I know they did this for Reese, but he was also craftable with wild cards, so you didn't have to fool with uh, paying 10,000 gold just to play Brawl, which seems really stupid. But it's great if you're watching and you want to squeeze some money out of people. Uh, Also, it says they've seen a notable uptick in the number of people playing Brawl in Direct Challenge and Friends Challenge. Well, no kidding, because otherwise... Isn't that because it's pretty much the only way to play it? Well, yeah, because otherwise you have to pay 10,000 freaking gold to play. So no kidding they're going to play more in Direct Challenge and Friends Challenge. Yeah. Mm. Checks out. Anyway... Uh, so there you go. Let's see. Coming soon, the stuff I just talked about. In development, friends messaging. You know, eventually. Uh, it'll be playable on Mac OS soon. And then the next set, Ikoria Lair of Behemoths. Corset 2021, Historic Anthology 2, and an updated tutorial. Those are all in development. In concept, we have cube drafting, friend deck sharing. Ooh, I hope they can do that. Because that's one of the great things in a card game is, hey, can I borrow your deck? And then being able to do that in Arena, that's cool. Uh, Eight-person draft. Ooh. Pioneer set remasters, like we talked about before. And play blade rework. Is that where you become a vampire? I don't know what that means at all. I'm guessing it's something in the play menu. Let's say the organization of the modes and such. Ah, okay. Oh, the interface. So that's called the Playblade rework. Good job. As we continue to expand the available formats and ways to play, we've started to concept out a rework of our Playblade to make organizing and finding these events easier. 
that's a questionable choice, but you know what? Whatever. Sure. Cute. It's a fan, you see. Let's see here. And friends messaging, which was supposed to be up before, but got delayed. It's now, it says, they don't have an exact date yet, but you should expect it sooner rather than later. So probably either February or March would be my guess. But that's just a guess. So there you go. Hurrah. Yay, Arena. Oh, there's another thing that I didn't add to the freaking show notes. Damn it. Oh. What have you done? Late breaking news. It was in... All right, chat. I'm sorry, but I have to screw up our... Ah! Our stream. I can't remember if it was no, in... No, Chewy, I think we screwed that up a long time ago. I can't remember if it was in the M&M channel or... Hang on. It was not in the M&M channel. This is in the M&M channel. Let's just... Okay, hang on. We'll, we'll come to that in a minute. So it must have been in the MTG channel? Control F, mana strike. Yeah, here it is. All right, I got it. Back here. Make it full screen. And then go back to this. Aha! So, for anyone that was... Remember Mana Strike? Apparently, pre-registrations for, I guess, playing Mana Strike are uh, up. It's going to... Before it goes out on iOS and Android... Hmm. Wait, so remind me which one Mana Strike is Okay, Mana Strike is a 1v1 real-time strategy game. It's the, I kept saying it's like Minion Masters, but having never played Minion Masters, you guys were like, okay. Yeah, I still don't. So yeah, I got nothing. It's it's game where you have your, your mana is time-based, and the longer you wait, the more mana you build up. And then you have... Okay spells and minions and whatnot in hand that you place on the battlefield and they they walk forward and try to get through your enemies minions and stuff and deal damage to okay. them directly this is ringing a bell now yeah and so pre-registration for that is up there's an interview here with wizards of the coast and net marvel net marble to, to figure out what what is this? Uh, watch a video detailing how Magic Mana Stripe came to be below. So if you want to watch that, then this link is in the show notes. So yeah, you can pre-register. It'll net you gold, gems, one player icon, and five emoji based on the Planeswalkers for Magic the Gathering. Hmm. Uh-huh. As of now, it doesn't have a confirmed release date, but it will be out globally for iOS and Android in the future. Unlike that other one, Valor's Reach, which sort of was only available in beta in, like, the Scandinavian region and then seemingly evaporated. This one is apparently going to be an actual thing. So, while we're on video games, there you go. There's another one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like they I, learned how to license. I would love to actually play this, but apparently it's only on mobile, 
and I am not set up to stream mobile. You could just play it. I don't... I've already got, like, Dota Underlords and Hearthstone to play on my phone. I don't need to play this All right. <laughs> for fun. I would play this for content, but not, not for fun. Later, fighting blue stacks. And then, oh yeah, another thing that popped up today, the Theros International Film Festival. It's a 15-second or less film contest. Yeah. For those of you... Here, let me go drop this in a... I guess... Here, it's in the chat for you two to grab. Since I can't get to the Discord. That's screwing stuff up again. Mm. But, yeah, apparently it's... Escape Your Fate is the creative prompt. And you do something that's a 15-second movie and send it in. You have 10 days. It started today. The deadline is January 23rd. First, second, third, and fourth place winners, it says, will receive the custom Ashiok statues. What? Okay. What Uh, custom? Ah, really impressive Ashiok statues made by community artist Miss Monster Mel. The top four winners will each receive one of the four statues. A total of ten winners will be named official selections. Oh. Well, all right. So you get a statue Mm. if you're in the top four. You also get a full foil set of Theros Beyond Death, a sealed booster box of Theros Beyond Death, ten Theros Beyond Death collector boosters, ooh, and ten codes for Theros Beyond Death booster packs on Arena. And then fifth through tenth place get the foil set, the sealed booster box. Oh, everything except the statues, it looks like. Okay. Yeah. No, no. They only get five collector boosters and five codes. No! Statues are neat looking. Where? Yeah, where are you seeing? I, I'm gonna find it. I I followed the link to Miss Monster Mel. They debuted on our Instagram account. Oh, oh no, wait, yeah, no, that's where. Yeah, just click on it. It's like on the left on the page. Oh, I closed the wrong thing. You destroyed everything. It's I all did. Over now now Ooh, you have to escape that. from the underworld. Fifteen seconds. Go. Hey, those are pretty neat. Oh, those are pretty neat. Neat. All right, well, there you go, then. So if anyone wants to... One of the competitors is a Kool-Aid man trying to escape. No wall can contain him. Yeah. So if you want to jump in on that, then, you know, jump in on that. Make your 10 set. 15 second? What was it? 15 second. 15 second or less masterpiece. Get there. All right, so that's that and that. I should leave that. I should leave these open for the uh, to put in the show notes. Actually, <laughs> neat. All right, that's arena. All right, is that everything? Can we can we do all the tournaments we missed now? Um, I think it's we not can. worth pulling up, but I'll fast forward for the MTGO people. Um, Theris Beyond Death goes live on Thursday, as you would expect, because pre-release. Um, Available for Redemption beginning February 12. Redemption guarantee ends April 29. Redemption entirely ends on June 3rd. There, you're caught up. Good job. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're not going to cover all of the tournaments that we missed because, frankly, they don't matter. So uh, we are going to hit the Players' Championship real quick. 
because uh, that was the the culmination of the entire year of the Star City uh, OP thing. And look, Oliver Tomajko won. Edgar Magalhaes took second, and then Dylan Donegan and Zan Syed, I really need to learn how to say that name, uh, were the rest of the top four. Hmm, it was Legacy, Modern, and Standard. Because of course well, I, it was. I like a third of that. Yeah, you do. You like the one that's still a Doko? Oh, man, I'm not liking the one that the third of that anymore. <laughs> so there you go. Well, I'm looking, I'm looking at these legacy deck lists, and I don't... I don't know how I feel about this. What? Is it all just four color nonsense? No, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of snow color. No, or, I'm sorry, snow, snow color. colored nonsense. There's a lot of snow color nonsense. This is correct. There, there's a lot of blue and green combinations. Hand hand. Yeah. Yeah, there are. And okay. <clears throat> excuse me. All right, but we don't I care. Gotta send you some lozenges because we're not talking about that. But nope. congrats to all of those four, especially Oliver Tomasco who won. Now. Uh, I seem to have missed one. Oh, was it GP Austin? No, I've got that up. Oh, no, oh. no, no. GP Austin was the one that happened this week. Yeah. And it was modern. As it was. Yeah. So How let's... many of those decks are now banned? Yeah, let's go see how bad modern is, shall we? Yes. Yeah, let's. let's. Shall. Okay, hang on. We need this one. No, we need this one. Wait, I'm trying to find the one that's not... Ugly. Okay, there we go. All right, so Christopher Kendrava won. Oh, oh, for God's sake. Channel Fireball, I don't want your 5% off. I'm not ordering cards from you. That's what I was going to say. Get out of here. Um. Oh, look, and we don't have deck names. It's cool. The first one's got Oka. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, first one is this deck is banned. Okay, hold, hold up. Hold Second up. place, this deck is banned. Third oh, place, this deck is banned times four. All right, clue, stop. Uh, okay, so Christopher Kendrava won, playing... I don't know modern decks well enough to know this without a title. It's got Crater Hoof, Behemoth, and Primeval Titan, though. It's got Snows. Field of the Dead. Oh, there it is. Okay, so yeah, this is the, the Primeval Titan Field of the Dead deck. Got it. But it's got three copies of Oko, who's not in the deck anymore. Yep. Uh, Marcus Long took second with Urza and Oko. But Urza, one of oh, them there, so Urza decks. Gotta love it. So you gotta throw out the Mox Opals and the Okos. You got eight slots. You could put Lightning Bolts in. <laughs> And Get the there. mountains to play him. Uh, third place, Oliver Tomachko is playing basically that same deck almost. It is running Galvanic yep. Blast, so hey, look. <laughs> there's some burn for you clues. Yeah, there's two lightning bolts in the sideboard. They'd be better in the main board now that you got, you know, eight <laughs> empty slots. Good luck. Uh, uh, Ian Burrell in fourth is running... Is this Jund? I was going to say, this looks like Jund it's to Jund. me. Jund. Oh, that's a breath of fresh air, isn't it? Yeah, that's a weird thing to say, but with, yes. With Ren and Six. Hello, Six. Anyway, all right. Uh, fifth place is Evan Teachworth. Uh, running Urza again. Yeah. With eight open slots. Four Oko? Oh, God. Um, 
Sixth place, Tad. How do you say that name? Macarag? You do now. That's how I'm going to say it now. With uh... seven open slots. Well, it's got Oka. Oh, it's got Kethis. Oh, my God. Wait, what is this deck? Sahili to fair. Kethis combo. Four color. Okay, wait. What is the Kethis combo? Have I missed this? Or has it just been so long that I don't remember? You'll notice almost everything is legendary here. Planeswalkers, uh, Emery, Hope of Giraper. You mill yourself with Grinding Station, then mill them out. Okay, exile two legendary cards from your graveyard. Until end of turn, each legendary card in your graveyard gains. You may play this card from your graveyard. Huh! That's pretty cool. Neat. That is neat. Wait, how do you mill them out? Yeah, that's what I'm missing here. Oh. Wait. With Emery and some Grinding Station? Mishra's Bobble, Grinding Station. Yeah, it's Grinding Station. Well, I mean, obviously that's how you mill, but Grinding Station needs an engine. Yeah, you loop the opals. Okay. Oh, okay. You've also got Mox Amber. You've also got Mistress Bobble. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. That's awful. Uh, seventh place. <laughs> Brandon Cohen is running uh, Urza. Yep. Okay. And eighth place, Andrew Wolvers is running... Bloodbraid Elf. Oh, there's the Oko. Bone Crusher Giant, Glory Bringer, P and Kirinilar, Questing Beat. What the hell is this? Two different. We got Chandra and more different Chandra. Karn the Great Creator. Oh, Microsynth Lattice is in the board. Take that, top eight. Go play John, does our takeaway. <laughs> so it's a red green. The coverage like, called it Ponza. It's teamer good stuff. I guess so, yeah. What's Ponza about this? I think it's just teamer good stuff, yeah. It, it is uh, and it's all good stuff. That I think that yeah. might be part of my problem. I can't see a well, except for Bone Crusher Giant, who's just bizarre. Yeah. Oh wait, no. There's there's a reason for that. Oh well, doesn't matter. Yay, Blood Moon. <laughs> I mean, you got Karn and Lattice, so you know whatever. It's it's also taking a hit. Yeah. So there you go. That's your top eight. Did we have? Ah, oh, shouldn't have closed that. Did we have a metagame breakdown? We did not. At least see one. At least not listed over here. So, but this this had coverage. Remember, like like streaming video coverage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. There's a top ten by archetype. Um, it's in the tweets. 
Of course it is. Yeah. 82 Urza decks. Oh, God. 61 Death Shatter decks. 48 Eldrazi Tron. 41 Other Tron. 35 Burn, 35 Titan Field, 34 Infect, 33 Jund, 31 Snow Control, 28 Snowblade, 25 Mono Red Prowess, and 24 Humans. So there you go. Buh. 26 Okos in the top eight, according to Vincent here in the chat. Gross. Yeah, that was. That's abandoned. That was kind of the problem. Check out the. <laughs> that, that's abandoned. Check out the Bogles making the list here. Whew. Oh, the top 10 by archetype. 5.9% of day one was Eldrazi Tron. That's a pretty solid transition to being 48 copies. Yeah, this is putting all the Urza decks together in this 82 Mm. copies. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. All right. Well, that's an event that happened. That is. It, that is a thing which occurred. All right. So let's go to, uh, where is this? Day two metagame breakdown. This must be Columbus. Yeah. Columbus was modern. So let's look at this real quick. Huh. Yeah. For for day two, this was a couple weeks ago. We've got Simic, uh, Sultai Urza, six copies. Simic Urza, five copies. Sultai Titan, five copies. Simic Titan, four copies. Are you noticing a trend here? Hmm. Teamer Urza, four copies. Ugh. Bant Urza, one copy. Four Color Wurza, one copy. Got a lot of... Hey, wait a minute. This is, this is a team event, isn't it? Was it? Columbus? Yes. Yeah, there was oh, a, there yeah, was a Team Modern Open. Yeah, because I'm like, the, the number of copies of these decks seems really low. Okay. Yeah, this was not um, unified or anything. It's just that. Just Team Modern. It's just Team Modern. No mention of the Team Series Finals. I don't even know what that is, so no. Hmm. What's that? Team Series... What is Team Series? That is not a thing that rings any bells. You guys? I don't know. Got me. The pros were on teams last season. Oh, that sort of... No, no, no one cares. (laughs) I I didn't even know that happened. When did that happen? I forgot that that was a thing beyond just Watsi occasionally posting and pretending we care. Yeah, maybe people do care, and I'm a terrible audience for that. I I did not factor it in. They seem to be arbitrarily assigned two teams. It happened at GP Austin. Uh were they named after the different Moxon? Minus Jet. Yeah, you're right. There's no mention of that over here at all. For the deck lists, we've just got a bunch of PTQs and the GP Top 8. And is there anything in the tweets? Uh, there's a lot of tweets. Like One of the big sufferings of letting Twitter be your event coverage. 
is that it's hard to find things. Yeah, no, there's no mention of it at all. They had pictures of the winners. They did? Ah! Hiraria Sword. Finished. First. They took out Team Ultimate Guard. There you go. That's literally all the coverage. Is that right there? Really? Yep. Huh. So... Wow, that was worth. Okay, let's let's go back over here. Uh, so Columbus was Team Modern. You know, yep. we're just gonna run through the top four real quick. Uh, the the team that won: Harlan Fire or Fearer playing Bant Snowblade, Dan Jessup on Simic Urza, Zach Allen on Soultide Titan. That was the winning team. Uh, second place, Matt Dilks on Amulet Titan. Edgar Magalhaes on Sultai Urza. Will Pulliam on Amulet Titan. So we've got an Urza and a Titan in each one. Nope. We've actually got two Titans in one of them. Jeez. Hmm. Third place, Daniel D'Amato playing Gift Storm. Caleb Scherer playing Gift Storm. And Becky Adelman playing Simic Titan. Huh. All right. And Pete Ingram in fourth place on Teamer Urza, Daryl Ayers on Amulet Titan, and Corey Bomeister on Teamer Urza. Look at this. Fifth place, Matt Nass, Benjamin Weitz, and Sam Pardee were all on Simic Urza. They had a plan. That is... That's right. Stick to the plan. All in. Wow. They, they were convinced that they had the best deck by far. And they got to fifth, so... Yeah. Ain't bad. Look, sixth place has two Sultai Urzas and a Mono Red Prowess. I didn't know you were there, Clues. <laughs> Seventh place has two Devoted Devastation Hiccup and an Eldrazi Tron. What? Alright. Oh, wait. I see three Urzas again. Tenth place, Teamer Teamer Simic. Twelfth place has two Sultai Titans and a Mono Red. 13th has two Sultai Urzas and a four-color Wurz. Do you see where we were getting it here with the bands? Yep. Also, team things are weird. Team things are extremely weird. But when they're not unified, it's a little bit better. Because unified modern is just bizarre. Unified modern adds no data points. (laughs) Literally no data points. (laughs) All right. Uh, there was a standard classic in Columbus where Noah Strassler won with Simic Flash. Keenan Davidson took uh. second with with uh Keenan Davidson took second with Jeskai Fires. Dylan Hand in third and Dom Harvey in fourth and Mason Clark in fifth were all running Jun's sacrifice. As was Joseph Stargill, Stargill, one of those in sixth, and uh Coxel Caracas, that's the best name, in seventh. All of those. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, the running Jun sacrifice. Whew. And then Logan Young in eighth was running Golgari Adventures because apparently he missed the memo. That is a lot of Jun sacrifice. Yeah. The rest of the top sixteen: Team Adventure, another Jun sacrifice; Esper Hero, another Jun sacrifice; Bant Midrange, Simic Ramp, another Jun sacrifice, and a Simic Flash. Wow. Okay. Jump sacrifice just that good, or is 
Actually, yeah, I guess it is kind of pretty good. I mean, good old Jund. Why is Corvald not popping up in the auto card? That's weird. But yeah, these are all pretty good, so that would... Plus, there's the Massacre Girl, so, you know. Massacre Girl is Bay. Checks out. Yeah. All right. There was also a Pioneer event at Columbus. Kevin Hong won with Mono Red Aggro. Ooh, let's look at Pioneer Mono Red. Bone Crusher Giant, Glory Bringer, Rabble Master, Legion Warboss, Soul Scar Mage. Hey, I remember him. Kari Zev and Torbrin and Chandra Torch of Defiance. Lightning Strike, Wild Slash, Embercleave. Yeah, okay. Oh my god, and Mutavolt. What? Uh, oh, Pioneer. Right. Okay. Okay. It's cool. Okay. He's a noble. Do what? He's a noble. It, it, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris Kulo took second with a mono green ramp. Luke Strassler in third with an Azorius control. Liz Lynn took fourth with mono red aggro. Benton Madsen in fifth with Jun Sacrifice. This is Pioneer, right? Yeah. It is, yeah. Oh my god, hanger back, Walker. <gasps> it's almost the same deck except with hanger back, Walker. <coughs> Two Massacre Girl. And Vraska Golgari Queen. Which I don't think Corval was in the other one. Still is Sir not appearing on the mouse over. Oh, and Paradise Druid. Huh. But that's weird. It's a standard deck with hanger back, Walker. <laughs> and some different lands of course yeah neat uh let's see sixth place aj grinky with hardened scales aaron wyant playing mono black aggro what's that look like in pioneer well i think it looks uh, aggressive and uh, mono black scrappy scrounger blood soaked champion dread wanderer gutter bones knight of the ebon legion murderous rider rankle master of prank oh okay and aethersphere harvester yeah there we go Cast down, fatal push, grasp of darkness, thought seize. Okay, yeah, this all makes sense and mutable. Because a land that you can wake up to punch people is great in aggressive decks, it turns out. It's true. All right, and then rounding out the rest of the top eights and side playing hardened scales. Kyle Palmer and Ninth is playing Lotus Field combo. Oh, oh, Lotus Field. Oh, right, Lotus Field. I remember this card now. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Wait, what's the Lotus Field combo? Well, it's got Ether Flux Reservoir, so it must be gaining some life. You've got a Thespian Stage. You untap it a bunch of times. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, but... Vizier. Oh, the Vizier of Tumbling Sands. Tap to untap another target permanent. Yeah. Arboreal Grazer. Uh, no, that's just the ramp. Expansion Explosion. Growth Spiral. Double, double cast. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, you just build up a bunch of life with uh, Aetherflux Reservoir. And then kill them with that, probably, if you draw it. Otherwise, you get this other stuff going. 
Yeah. Makes sense. Like, uh, explosion, half of expansion explosion. Neat. Come up with all kinds of nonsense. More mono green ramp, black Eldrazi. Is it Phoenix? Gruel aggro. Burn. Burn. Golgari mid range and a mono green aggro. Round out the rest of the top 16 of the Pioneer. Classic. Huh, Neat. I doubt it's that, Zach Powers. Do what? Well, I I went to college with a guy named Josh Powers. His brother was named Zach. I don't think it's that Zach Powers, though. But it could Which be. It could be. I choose to believe that it's the brother of my college roommate. But I don't think that's right. Fair enough. All right. I think the last thing for Columbus is this modern classic where Kevin Jones won with Bant Snowblade. Nick Moore took second with Humans. Alfredo... Let me try that again. Alfredo Barragon. Barragan. Barragon. Wasn't that... uh... Barragon was in some uh, Godzilla movies, right? Yeah. Playing Sultai Death's Shadow. John Bressett, let's say. Playing Bant Snowblade. Kyle Lurch was also playing Bant Snowblade in 5th. Phil England in sixth on the Urza Prison, William Miller in seventh on four color Urza, and Luke Browning in eighth on Jund. Rest of the top sixteen was a Gift Storm, a Devoted Devastation, Bant Urza, Simic Titan, Sultai Urza, Teamer Urza, Eldrazitron, four color Kiki Cord, which gets ah. my vote as the most fun deck name to say on this list. Yeah, yeah. It's fair. Four color Kiki Cord. Good time. Ah, double cast splash, uh, slash expansion infinite loop to get Aetherflux Reservoir online. Aha! I knew there was some sort of something to have to bother putting Aetherflux Reservoir in the deck. Thank you. Alright, so that was Columbus. Yep. So now we have, where are we here? Knoxville, Knoxville. which just happened this this weekend. Yeah. The day two metagame breakdown. Now, this was also modern, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. a modern open, modern. a modern classic, and a pioneer classic. So, all right. So let's look at all this reason to ban these cards. Teamer Urza were ten decks in the day two metagame breakdown, which is the most one. Mono Red Prowess was nine. <laughs> Eldrazi Tron was six. Infect was six. Bant Snowblade at five. Sultai Urza is four. Four Color Wurza is three. Scrolls. Simic Urza is two. Urza Prison is two. Lord have mercy. So that's ten. That's fourteen. Let's see, seventeen. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Oko Jund was two. Uh. Where did I just say twenty-one? You just said twenty-one, yeah. Any more Urzas down here? Okay, so Urza decks were twenty-one of the decks in day two. Buh. All right, let's see what we've got here. Aaron Barrett won playing Golgari Yogmoth. What? Oh, Yogmoth, the hot guy. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta have Yogmoth, the hot guy. Do ya? Y- yeah. He's kind of silly. Remember this yeah, guy? Yeah, but he's got protection from humans, so you can't have him. <clears throat> Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, Christopher Gooch took second with Mono Green Devotion. 
What? We're in modern, right? I am. Yeah, man. Okay. That. Okay. You have to bust out the devotion to get ready for going back to Theros. I guess. It's got Karn and his nonsense. I I guess. Ugh, makes my head hurt. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, Drake Sasser took third with Bant Snowblade. Corey Bomeister took fourth with Teamer Urza. Daryl Ayers in fifth with Sultai Urza. Will Pulliam in sixth with Amulet Titan. Edgar Magalhaes in seventh with Sultai Urza, as was Vincent Daniels in eighth. You might notice I say a bunch of these names a lot, and that's because they always finish up in the top. Let's see. Teamer Urza, Humans, Amulet Titan, Mono Red, Mono Red, Oko Jund, <laughs> Bant Snowblade, and Gruul Eldrazi rounds out the rest of the top 16. Huh. That's, uh, that's a lot of banned cards. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, let's go to, no, that's Pioneer. Whoop. Let's go to the modern classic and see what's going on over there. I wonder. Justin Parente won with Bant Snowblade. Okay, I keep saying Bant Snowblade. I don't actually know what this is. Okay, we got Jace Oko Teferi Time Raveler. Yep. Oh, Ice Fang Quaddle. And a bunch of snow-covered things. Arkham's Astrolabe. Okay. Got it. So it's a stone blade, but with snow stuff thrown in. Yep. Okay. Thus, snow blade. This makes more sense. Thank you. Uh, Vince Thompson in second with Golgari mid-range. Chase Price took third with Eldrazi Tron. Eric Jones is in fourth with Selesnia Hexproof. Formerly known as the Bogles deck, I guess? Yeah, that would be Bogles. Yeah, okay. Which, granted... It has Bogles in it, so... Bogles are exactly four of the cards in the deck, so... Not the best name. It's just, you know... It's what we called it for so long. But they still call things Affinity, so why wouldn't they just call this Bogles? That's just being stubborn against reality. Clearly. Uh, fifth place, David Zurich Brown was playing Gift Storm. Teamer Urza in sixth by Derek Davis. Joshua Bell in seventh with Eldrazi Tron. And Hunter Crot in eighth with Sultai Urza. But then look, in ninth and tenth, a ray of hope for clues. Joshua Carlson and Mitchell Huffstetler both playing. Burn. Oh, it feels good, man. Yeah, I was still kind of confused because uh, Joshua Bell is a violinist fairly famous one i didn't know he played magic it's, it's name coincidences it's it's fine go on oh is this like your your yeah it's like brother? it's like my yeah, that's right my, okay. my roommate's brother clues yeah. operates in the video game world where no two people can have the same name so he has Correct. this amazing I mean, yeah. view of connections that's right it's not allowed yeah all right the rest of the top 16 are uh, monored prowess assaultite titan and eldrazi tron a Bant Snowblade, and in fact, an Abant Control. Yep, that's a Bant Control deck, all right. Yep. 
Look at all those Jaces and Teferis and Okos. Oh my. <laughs> Sounds like the party I don't want to be at. Alright, and then let's take a look at the uh, Pioneer classic from uh, Knoxville. Tony Norton won with a big red deck. Alright, we're looking at this. It's not the only huh. one. Bone Crusher Giant, Glory Bringer, Chain Whirler, Rabble Master, Rekindling Phoenix, Soulscar Mage, Kari Zev, Torbrun. This is not a big red deck. Chandra. Four is big for red, dude. Okay, that's true. This is the the deck we saw before that was not called Big Red. It was called yeah, just like a mono red aggro or something. Maybe we're pretending that people actually paid the full price for Embercleave. You know, like liars. Yeah, they totally paid six. That's what makes it Big Red. <laughs> That's what Red does. <laughs> red is all about waiting it out and then paying for it. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see. Ross Merriam took second with Sultai Dredge. Jason Threet took third, huh? Huh? With Hardened Scales. I see what you did there. Thank you. Wade Lawson took fourth with Hardened Scales. That's that's two different Hardened Scales people. Dylan Hand in fifth with Big Red, and Dylan Donegan in sixth with Big Red. Two Dylans, two Big Reds. You know, this is why Clues is confused about names. Yeah, well. I think Dylan Donegan was in another, made a top four in another tournament we talked about tonight. Uh, yeah, that was a uh, Columbus, I think. I think it was Columbus. Yeah. Uh, Steven Dykeman was in seventh with Mono White Agro. Wait. Banash Marsha Boros Elite. Oh, okay. It's the Mono White deck that was around uh, a few expansions ago. Giant Killer, Judges Familiar. Oh! With with Pioneer updates, obviously. Law Rune Enforcer, Thraven Inspector, Venerated Loxodon. Okay, yeah. Always Watching, Conclave Tribunal, Brave the Elements, Legion's Landing, of course, and Declaration in Stone. Only one Mutavolt, though, because, you know, there's more creatures that are cheaper, I guess. You don't I was going to say they only had one copy of Mutavolt. That could also be it, yeah. Uh, this guy, I doubt it, though. Uh, and then rounding out the top eight, John Holland was playing Is It Phoenix? It is. It is. Rest of the top 16, Azorius Control, Mono White, Aggro, Mono Black, Aggro, more Is It Phoenix, Boros, still is. Heroic. Oh, wow. Like Heroic, the, the, uh, uh, not mechanic, what's the word? Ability word. But only on one card? The Hoplite? Yeah, the favorite Hoplite. And there's a Johnny's Presence? Wow. Oh, it's a Feather deck. Oh, I completely missed her. Okay, now everything makes a lot more sense. We're just going to close that. Uh, Rakdos mid-range, another Lotus Field combo, and another Big Red deck. I guess that's the new unofficial name for that deck, is Big Red. Until they change the mind next and, week. Until, yeah, next week when it becomes medium-sized uh, Red minus Oko. Because Oko's not legal in Pioneer. <laughs> yeah. Alright! It looks like we got through it. Hooray! But did we truly live? That was too uh, many. No, no, never. But at what cost? Uh, probably about two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But we're done. 
We are. So, shall we? I think yeah. we shall. Um, I survived the holidays. I got older. We Goblin to Bob, Twitter, no Iron Goblin, because band and modern, don't worry about it. And clues. Uh, yeah. Um, if you want more from me, I'm on the Twitters, still, at Lockluze, spelled just like it is in the show notes. Uh, I'm also older. I, I didn't, like, have a birthday or anything, but I, I am older with each passing moment, and so are you. Sorry about that. Enjoy the existential dread. <laughs> um, just going Toy Story on us, man. I guess that's uh, I guess that's it for me. Uh, Chewy. Wow, that was that was quick. Yeah, it's well, like I mean, we're tired. Yeah, I'm really tired, man. All right then. Well, I guess I will run through this real quick. Uh, I got nothing. I've been away for almost a week, doing depressing family things, and it it was it. My brain is not with it. So if it sounded like I didn't know what I was talking about for a good half of the time. That's why. Because I didn't. Uh, I still have the daily YouTube videos going up on YouTube. Uh, starting with this stream, I will be streaming regularly again. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's going up on YouTube right now? Shovel Knight, Spectre of Torment. Uh, there's one video left in that. Uh, I have to stream Link's Awakening again on the Switch so I can finish that game so that I can then turn it into YouTube videos. And I'm sure I'll be playing more Hearthstone because there were nerfs, which means some things should be less obnoxious to play against. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, hey, did you know Manipool Productions is a Patreon-supported endeavor? Endeavor. That's a that's a noun. Yeah. And uh Wow, it's been a long time since I did this, so I'm completely unable. So look, if you want to help support what I do, go to patreon.com slash the mana pool, sign up to be a lifeguard, you get early stuff, you get behind the scenes stuff, you get the sponsorship shout out. Hey look, sponsorship shout out. I would like to thank Jason Doan, Kim Ho, Andrew Hunt, Al, Lance Delicious, Team You Hellas Are You. Connor Kennedy, John Morris, Alex Gonzalez, Scuzzo, Jeff Spencer. Don't sneeze. Didn't sneeze. Uh, Stuart Slaw, PJ McMullen, Sophia Bertain, Casey, Fayan Says, Danny Liao, Cody Buckowing, Jake Jansons, Jason Kaus, Gothic Man, John Parker, Violet Moon, Aleph Cat, Beardy Man, Whew. Dan Holm, Bartle, Backwards Logic, and the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. Thank you all so very much for your support. I quite literally could not do it without you. And thanks to all of my patrons and lifeguards at every tier, because I absolutely could not do this without you. Now, if you would like to know what's coming up next, so I've got to finish Link's Awakening. I'm going to be playing Untitled Goose Game very soon. I'm sure I'll be playing more Dota Underlords and more uh, that other stuff. Hearthstone, that's the one, the thing I mentioned already. And as always, there's some game that I was super excited about streaming soon. But it's been a week since I thought about it, and now it's not in my brain anymore. 
But something else I will be super excited to be streaming very soon. <laughs> Yay! Competitive Minesweeper. No, no, I'm not good enough for competitive. Direct numbers, Challenge man. Solitaire. Wait, what was that? Direct Challenge Solitaire. No one ever accepts my challenge when I play Solitaire. They can't handle it. I have no friends. <laughs> oh, I can't even mean? find someone to play a single player game with me, man. <laughs> Uh, but hey, thanks so much to everyone for all the kind words, uh, and whatnot on the, the social media and discord and whatnot, uh, while I've been going through things for those who don't know, uh, my, my Nana passed away on the, she had a stroke on the Monday before Christmas and then things took a turn for the worst on, uh. Whatever day it was that I drove to, no, the day before, I had that drive to Augusta, Georgia, whenever that was. It was a Saturday, because I saw you on a Friday. Yeah, so that Friday night, she took a turn for the worse, and then on Saturday, right around lunchtime, she passed away, and then the <sighs> visitation, viewing, used to be called awake, I don't know, where everybody goes to the funeral home and stands around and... In theory is sad, but in my family is a bunch of goobers. Uh, that was on Wednesday, and then the funeral was on Thursday, and then Mom wanted to get stuff done as the oldest. And so I didn't get back home. I wanted to stay with her and make sure she was okay. So I didn't get actually back home until last night. And now we're doing Monday Night Magic. Yep. So yeah, but thanks everyone for all the, the kind words and support and whatnot uh, while... I was doing that, and for understanding why there were no streams, uh, I did. I managed to not have a break in YouTube videos, at least. But I couldn't get all any streams done before I left. I was in absolutely no shape to be entertaining whatsoever. Mm, so thank you so much for sticking with me through all of that. But is that everything? I think that's everything, right? Yep. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, this has been Monday Night Magic number 678. Buh. It's not a small number. And thanks so much to Queen Clues, of course. I love you guys. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. Yay. And uh, thanks so much to all of you for joining us. And uh, go play some magic. Whether that's tabletop or arena or legends or mana strike or 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 what's that other one that no one could tiny leaders everyone complains about magic online 